Rack and Fin Radio with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. A happy and a not-so-happy new year. Hey, you're inside Rack and Fin Radio with me, Tom P. Week of December 3rd and 4th, and we all know in a parallel universe of Rack and Fin Radio, when the season opens or reopens, indeed calls for a New Year's celebration. On the happy side... The six-day firearm deer season commences Monday and runs through next Saturday, uh, known as Shotgun Week, known as Buck Week, what have you. It's a, a big tradition, especially here in South Jersey. And, uh, the, cool, man, we have a lot of deer out there, a lot of deer. Coming up in our next segment will be uh, Carol Stanko. She's the Bureau of Wildlife Management Chief with the New Jersey DEP's Fish and Wildlife. She's going to give her perspectives on the upcoming firearm season. Also joining us a little later is Bud Thomas from Hunters Helping the Hungry, filling us in with the great work this organization does. Hey, I have a quick shout-out. Quick shout-out. gentlemen I ran into at a sporting goods store. Earlier in the week, uh, Jimmy Gallagher out of Pearl River, New York, buying his jersey license for six day. He's going to be hunting DMZ 51, 21, somewhere, somewhere around there. Good luck, Jimmy. He has a TJR Outfitters uh, up there in New York State. His first try in Jersey, so good luck to him. Now, on the downside, the unhappy news, we all know it's been in the news the past few days. Now, on November 30th, Judge Lisa Rose, Superior Court judge, put a stay on the black bear hunt. Got to give those anti... Oh, I hate doing this. Got to give those antis credit, man. They are like a deeply embedded tick, and uh, they got an injunction. So here's the dealio. Uh, they had to file their briefs yesterday. Division of Fish and Wildlife, DEP, uh, Fish and Wildlife, what have you, has to file their brief by Monday, December, 4, uh, December 5th. Okay, so here's the deal. Now you wonder if... Judge Rose will rule via the briefs, or will she grant oral arguments? Now, what that's going to do is have a further delay, if not totally cancel, uh, the bear hunt, you know, the cold snap we had. It's going by the daylight period, too. These bears are not hibernation, whatever you call it, but they're, they're going uh, going to ground. The numbers are going to, the, the longer we wait, the, the less bears there will be available for harvest. But uh, that is the deal. I saw that coming. I mean, it's great. Everything came together. Murphy finally came to his senses. There was told him by his advice, what have you. They need a bear hunt, but the antis, uh, the antis got the jump in there, so we shall see. We'll keep you updated on this uh, via my blog next week and see what is going on. Hey, we're up against a hard break. Whew. Coming up, Carol Stanko, Dear Prospectus, Bud Thomas, Hunters Helping the Hungry. Be right back. Rack and Fin Radio. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. South Jersey's talk station. We're Town Square Media. And along with the awesome radio station you're listening to right now, we're publishers of best-in-class national entertainment brands like Taste of Country, Pop Crush, and more. And when combined with our local brands, we can reach over 70% of consumers in our community. At Town Square, all this digital cloud puts us in a unique position to help local businesses grow with powerful marketing solutions. In addition to local radio, we're experts at web design and SEO. Plus, targetable advertising solutions like streaming TV, addressable geofencing, YouTube, Snapchat, Facebook, Spotify, search engine marketing, and so much more. That may sound like a lot of buzzwords, but really, all that matters is we can deliver a relevant and ideal target audience to your business with data-informed decisions. No guessing, no waste, and you gain a trusted marketing partner with Town Square Media. Take your business to the next level. Call our Director of Sales, Jim McLean, today at 609-910-5247. I'm a doctor, but I can't think clearly anymore, so I can't do my job. Long COVID causes debilitating cognitive issues. I'm a runner. But now I can't walk 100 feet without getting exhausted. Long COVID causes crippling fatigue that may last a lifetime. I've lost friendships because of long COVID. I just don't feel well enough to see people. People may look outwardly healthy, but they're suffering from a physical disorder that can upend lives. Everything hurts. I can't even go out and play. Up to 30% of COVID patients develop long COVID. And right now, there's no cure and little understanding. I can't focus. I can't think straight. I can't keep a job. So for those suffering daily, there's just one urgent question. How long? How long? How long? How long? Until we solve long COVID. The Solve Long COVID initiative is bringing together patients, researchers, doctors, and drug developers to find answers now. To learn more and see how you can help, go to SolveLongCovid.org. Rack and Fin Radio with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. 
Hey, welcome back to Rack and Fin Radio with me, Tom P. Week in December 3rd and 4th. You're tuned in 5 to 6 a.m. on Talk Radio WPG, 95.5 FM and WPG 1450 a.m. Streaming live on that slot, WPG1450.com. And from 7 to 8 a.m., you're locked into 50,000 mega far-reaching watts of the Rack and Fin Radio. Message 97.3 ESPN-FM. Streaming live, 97.3 ESPN.com. Download the WPG Talk Radio app to get to the Rack and Fin Radio podcast. And they're also on the uh, ESPN, 97.3 ESPN, at the bottom of my blog. They are embedded. Well, Monday, six-day firearm deer season. A long-anticipated, probably still the on the overall, even bow hunting, you know, what it is, still the most anticipated, most popular, most traditional, in the state. although a little bit of a misnomer because it used to be called Shotgun Week. And now you can use muzzle loaders, and now you can use archery equipment, et cetera. And for now, I'm sort of dilute a little bit, but it is just a glorious six days. Going to run Monday through next Saturday in conjunction with the Black Bear season. Now, we had uh, DEP Fish and Wildlife's Assistant Commissioner Dave Golden on last week giving the Black Bear Prospectus. Join us on right now, very special guest. As always, great to have her on. New Jersey DEP Fish and Wildlife's Chief of the Bureau of Wildlife Management, Carol Stanko. We're going to talk whitetail and prospectus for this coming season and what is happening on a deer front. Carol, thanks for joining us. Great to have you on Rack and Fin Radio again. <laughs> good morning. Great to be here as always. Carol, looks like we're seeing some uh, good good deer hunting. The, the fall bow, the permit bow. Now, uh, early this week, we had uh, early muzzleloader and, and permit shotgun. So we have a lot of stuff going on. Listeners, by the way, by the way, by the way, antlered buck permits for the permit shotgun season must be purchased by 1159, December 14th. That's 11 days from now. Now, if you want that buck permit for the uh, for the uh, permit shotgun season. So, Carol, on the overall fall, you guys satisfied with the fall bow season? Yeah. Well, you know, as you know, last year's harvest was very sad. <laughs> we were down, yeesh. Like 38% we or something, wasn't it? 30, 33%, 33 for a number of reasons. Uh, and in some areas, we did lose deer to EHD. We did have a significant outbreak. Mm -hmm. But for all the other reasons that the harvest was, reduced last year that means those are still deer on the hoof big bucks and does alike so we saw a good opening for fall bow or up 15 percent from last year which all we right <laughs> yeah permit bow is a little slower but we've had some rain out weekends and warm weather so if the weather cooperates we expect that to to jump back up too so we're excited about how deer looks and i tell you on all the social media that i'm seeing Beautiful, beautiful pictures of bucks out there that people have already taken. And, Carol, a lot of these, not a lot, a significant portion, I should say, are taken on public land. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You got to, you know, you got to hunt. Yeah, <laughs> Walking yeah. from the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, my lovely Debrie tagged a nice five-pointer. Shout out Carberry Anchors there. Out in DMZ 46 uh, with a crossbow a couple of weeks ago. Listen, last year's uh, six-day firearm harvest was 4,237 uh, deer. Carol, are we looking at the same kind of numbers maybe? Again, everything considered weather, et cetera? Oh, I'm hoping for more than that. I mean, last year was the lowest harvest we had mm. in my entire tenure. I mean, lowest since like 1987. It was painful for me to announce those numbers. So we hope to be up from that. Yeah, this year. Carol, health of the herd overall. Now, I, know, I know there was the EAC outbreak in Cumberland, Atlantic, and Gloucester counties earlier uh, in the fall. Uh, so how are things looking so far? And I do want to touch on the uh, chronic wasting disease, uh, preventive measures that the wildlife uh, and fisheries is going, you know, trying to, you know, keep that thing out of the state. But uh, on the overall, how's the health of the herd? Health of the herd is good. We did have a, a small outbreak down in South Jersey. Sorry, South Jersey guys. Um, like you said, in those three counties, we're the only ones that were confirmed. We didn't see it in the rest of the state, thankfully. But, uh, you know, we had a pretty relatively early frost this year. So mm -hmm. at least up north. Um, so we're, that's behind us now. We don't have to worry about EHD anymore. And thanks for breaking, bringing up the CWD precautions. Yes, we rely on our hunters uh, to help us keep the deer herd safe. So if you're hunting out of state, please, you are not allowed to bring in whole carcasses or heads that have not been taxidermied. You could bring in clean skull, clean skull caps, clean antlers, cleaned hides, but the deer carcass must be boned out. Mm-hmm. 
Now, Carol, explain how uh, the prions work in this insidious disease. I mean, again, also with the, the ban on any deer lures that have natural uh, doe you know, urine in there. Again, go into the uh, mechanizations of that, please. Sure. So chronic wasting disease is called by something caused by something called a prion, which is twilight zone stuff. It's actually a misfolded protein and it persists in urine, uh, which is why we are banning urine just to be extra safe. Um, still pretty, plenty of synthetic lures out there that are just as effective. Um, and so this it causes holes in the brain, basically, This these prions. So that's why at the end stages of the disease, the deer will be wasted or skinny. Um, they'll be acting very sick. Uh, it should be noticeable. Um, there's no cure. There's no live test. And it is highly, um, you can, highly contagious. So we need to keep it out of New Jersey. And mm-hmm. so far, knock wood, we have. We've been testing for it here for many years and haven't found it. And we intend to keep it that way with your help. Join us online this morning is uh, Carol Stanko, New Jersey DEP Fish and Wildlife Bureau of Wildlife Management. Topic is the upcoming Shotgun Week, Bow Week, Muscle Loader Week, uh, traditional firearm deer week, as we call it. Well, Carol, on the overall, though, back to the EHD. Well, is it a, a one year for uh, that the local herd to recover? Is it a, a two year deal? Yeah, what happens? I mean, you know, it depends on the density of the population to begin with. Here, usually in New Jersey, rebounds fairly quickly. We have good habitat, and usually we have pretty mild winters. So, um, those that were hard hit last year should see a rebound within this year or next year. Okay, so uh, those that are listening, that say, "Ah, the white going to be wiped out. The deer hunt's going to suck for the next three or four years." Now the the herd does. It, nature abhors a vacuum. It will recover. Carolina, overall, are we expecting a good uh, six day season again, especially in the uh, central, the southern, and southern tier counties, the Rackham Radio listening area? How does it look? I think it looks good for the entire state. Actually, you know. If the weather cooperates, we should be getting a lot of slammers out there. So, although I would like some of you to go up north and help take bears out, um, we expect there to be <laughs> enough here to go around. <laughs> uh, there are some uh, some big Bruins. We were just up in the Wantage area, just scouting around. And I, I, I thought that was a... Uh, a school bus that was painted black that ambled across Route 23. <laughs> Man. Yeah, we grow them big here in New Jersey. <laughs> Carol, any... Thing on the horizon so far as uh, new deer management policies uh, being being bantered about, like more antler point restriction areas or anything like that, reduce harvest, increase harvest. There are uh, people I run into that say they're t- they're killing too many does, et cetera. And I'm sure you hear that every year. Is it pretty much status quo for the next few years? Um, it is status quo for the next few years. As you, as you know, um, that requires rulemaking, which is a legal process. What we are in the process of discussing now is simplification of the rules, which should make everybody happy. Hallelujah on that! I was taking a paralegal course. What? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, if if we knew that New Jersey was going to wind up being the most densely populated state in the nation, maybe we would have taken a different tack 40 or 50 years ago. Mm-hmm. So we started out with one six-day week for, for bucks only. And like an old house, we added rooms onto it over time. And that's what our deer season has become. So now it's time to remodel that house, mm-hmm. make it simple, make it modern, make it easy to use. And that's what we're working on. So that is a lot of data crunching on our end, but it's coming. So I'm sure that will make everybody a lot happier. Hallelujah. Again, on that one, Carol, thanks for joining us on Rack and Fin Radio this morning. Listeners, uh, Deer Week is coming up uh, Monday through uh, through next Saturday. Uh, shotgun, muzzleloader, and archery tackle all used. Now, if you have, if you are hunting with a bow, Carol, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, you do have to have a firearms license in possession, correct? Correct. And an archery license. And an archery license. Yes, or all-around sportsman. And that's uh, that's what it's going to be. And we're looking forward to a great week. Now, don't forget, you have winter bow coming up. You have numerous uh, uh, permit bow and permit shotgun, permit muzzleloader. In some zones, like DMZ 51 up here in the northern part by Manahawkin area, going up northern part of the Rack and Finn area, you're going to be able to hunt through uh, almost to the middle of February. 
So plenty of venison opportunities there. And again, coming up in our next segment, we're going to be talking to uh, Bud Thomas Hunters Helping the Hungry. Get those deer, get some extra deer, contribute. Carol, thanks for joining us. You have a great season. If I don't talk to you, a very Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Same to you. Thank you, Tom. We'll see you soon. You take care. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, from all the deer we sing, again, this is after the bow and uh, the permit bow season. There are uh, still some nice, nice numbers and nice, nice specimen whitetails out there. If you have access to private land, all the better. It depends on the quality of habitat, but so you're going to have less hunting pressure. I'll tell you, something that's, that keeps um, raising its head, especially to pay, I've noticed in the past three or four years, I don't know if the division, if they ever, I can't say division, if Fish and Wildlife ever had any uh, thing on it, but the driving on public land, the clubs, especially some of these bigger clubs that pretty much commandeer big sections of, of, of woodland field edges, what have you, and it's totally legal, and I know it's a tradition, especially in the southern tier counties, especially in that really thick stuff, man. I did that few more than a few times. Uh, eastern Camden County, parts of Glosser, parts of northern Cape May. Mary, mother of God, you come out there like you went through a meat grinder. Only way to really get the deer moving. But on some areas, some state forests, you hear some bitching and moaning going on. You know, I'm in the woods, I scout, and all of a sudden, here comes here comes this drive coming through. You speak to some club guys that, that do drive. Hey, we've been doing this for decades and decades and decades. So what, is it, um, what does it come down to? Whose rights, who has right to what? For the most part, it's a peaceful transition, so to speak. Peaceful meeting. Drive goes through, whatever. Uh, then you hear these goddamn pot hunters. Man, they, they stand, they're, they're messing up our drive, whatever. Hey, bud, I'm on, I'm on public land like you are. So that's uh, that's going to be, I guess, a bone of contention long after my 350-something pounds is just um, jelly dust in the wind. Okay, Bud Thomas coming up. Hunters helping the hungry. How apropos is that? Grab that cup. Grab that Red Bull. Be right back. Rack and Fin Radio. Shotgun week. I know, you can use the bow and you can use the muller. Coming up, and it's going to be a great one. Be right back. Rack and Fin Radio. So what is Talk With a Purpose? It's a lively, informative, number one rated talk show on Saturday morning. Hi, this is John DeMassey. Join me and my guests every Saturday from 9 a.m. till noon for Talk With a Purpose, heard right here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And if you miss it on Saturday, we replay it on Sunday from 5 until 8 p.m. Don't miss Talk With a Purpose, Saturday and Sunday, right here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5, South Jersey's talk station. Victor deployed for the first time to Afghanistan in 2003. At four in the morning, my phone rang. They said, I regret to inform you that your husband was wounded in action. Victor sustained a moderate traumatic brain injury. I was doing school full-time, and I was also then caring for Victor. One of the most important elements of caregiving is taking care of yourself. I just didn't want to forget that I also had goals and that I also had a life. What I did is I challenged Victor to meet me halfway. There are almost six million military and veteran caregivers across the nation. We have our own journey, and we can fulfill that journey at the same time that we are helping our loved one. Visit aarp.org caregiving for a free military veteran's guide to navigate your caregiving journey and better care for your loved one and yourself. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. The future depends on teachers. Every day, teachers are shaping our tomorrows, starting their students on journeys that will change the course of history. Right now, in a classroom somewhere in the United States, there's a teacher inspiring a future scientist who will make preventing pandemics their life's work, sharpening the mind of an aspiring environmentalist who will help combat climate change, and generating possibilities for a student who will be the first in their family to graduate college. It all starts with teachers who meet challenges with creativity, who reinvent education for the future, who work towards a school system that lifts up every child regardless of race, income, or zip code, and to enable the full potential of our students, our communities, and our country. Explore a career that leaves a legacy you can be proud of. Shape the future. Teach. Learn more and receive free support at teach.org. I'm a wife and the mother of two kids, and I've got a good job. Bye, Mom. See you, Mom. A pretty important job. 
Because of my family and my job, I really care about this neighborhood. It's a good neighborhood. Yes, there's some crime. And when I drive to work, like now, I realize that some people here don't trust the police. So the police should be reaching out to this community. And this community should reach out to the police. That's the way to make this a safer place. And when I get to work in the precinct house and put on my uniform, I can tell you as a police officer that this department is reaching out to the community. And the community is doing its part. We're building partnerships. This should be happening everywhere. This is how we can all be safer. Get involved. Start the conversation. Start the conversation and help stop crime. To learn the fine things you can do, go to ncpc.org slash preventviolentcrime. A message from the National Crime Prevention Council and the Bureau of Justice Assistance. Today... One in five working-age Americans has a mental health condition. People in all types of jobs and at all levels. And the key to helping us succeed is a supportive and inclusive workplace. All of us have a role to play in making that happen. So what can I do to help? As a CEO, I can set the tone for supportive culture. As a manager, I can offer assistance and accommodations. As a coworker. I can listen and be a source of support to my colleagues. As someone with a mental health condition, I can ask for what I need to perform my best. I can offer all employees the supports they need to deliver on the job, for the team, and for the business. What can I do? What can I do? What can I do? I can remind others that we all benefit from workplaces that promote good mental health. Mental health-friendly workplaces are more important than ever. And all of us have a role to play in promoting them. Learn more at whatcanyoudocampaign.org. Rack and Fin Radio with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Yeah, back inside Rack and Fin Radio with me, Tom P. Weekend of December 3rd and 4th and a happy new year. Upcoming is the firearm, six-day firearm deer season and the six-day bear season, which again is May. Um, I'm sure it's going to have to have another segment in that. But again, an organization has become synonymous with Jersey deer hunting the past 20, 25 years, 26 years, whatever. Hunters Helping the Hungry. Outstanding organization donates thousands upon thousands, hundreds of thousands of pounds of meat, it seems, over the year. Good, healthy venison uh, to various food banks and charitable organizations. And um, I always, always want to give airtime uh, to this great group, uh, especially during, you know, again, the traditional bow season been going on, permit bow still going on. We have shotgun season. She uh, uh, mostly ended uh, yesterday. We had muzzleloader is going on, early muzzleloader, whatever, and doe days. And in many zones, man, the, the deer hunting seasons go, you know, we have winter bow through January, and some zones goes to by February 18th, February 12th, 18th. So plenty of venison out there. And donating it to the hunters helping the hungry, you just can't do any better than that. Joining us on the right now is the treasurer for Hunters Helping the Hungry. Get him on once a year on Rack and Fin Radio. It's Bud Thomas. Bud, thanks for joining us. How you doing? I uh, hope you had a very happy Thanksgiving. I did, Tom, and uh, thanks for having me on here. I appreciate you uh, supporting our, our organization. Bud, more than welcome. Uh, let's just get into the, uh, briefly the history. Then I want to go into you know the cost, whatever, what's involved with this, and uh, some of the butchers in South Jersey that are participating. So Hunters Helping the Hungry started when? Hunters Helping the Hungry started in 1997 with three hunters up in Hunterdon County. Uh, I read about it in the uh, Hunters Compendium at the time, and contacted a, a number on there, the local food bank, and asked why there were no butchers in this area. And and uh, the response I got was, well, nobody has done anything to bring the program any farther south. So I said, well, what can I do? And she set me up with a meeting with the executive director of, at that time, the Monmouth Ocean Food Bank. And I kind of worked with the guys and brought the program into other parts of the state and uh, been involved with this program since 1998. Wow. Well, but over the and the early going, uh, there was, uh, let's put it out there, there was not a problem. I'd say, but some some sticky points there with funding. I mean, when somebody oh, yeah. the, the money just ran out. Now you guys are running like a well oiled machine. Go into uh, how the financing improved to to get this program going full tilt boogie. Well, in the beginning, uh, and and we still run on private donations. A lot of people donate money, and um, but. A few years ago, we got some funding from the, uh, from the Department of Agriculture uh, with the urging of the Farm Bureau, New Jersey Farm Bureau. There we go. So we got uh, we got some money from them, 
and that allowed us to waive the hunter's donation for deer 50 pounds and over. Now, we still uh, charge $50 for any hunter that donates a deer that weighs in it under 50 pounds dressed hanging weight. Well, but that was a sticking point of you know, occasionally in the early goings that the hunters, besides donating a deer, they had to chip into the processing. And now right. it's, it's so now it's uh, it's you just donate again. Listen, it has to be over fifty pounds dressed weight. The fee is waived, and but that's a that's a win win all around. It is, and uh, you know the uh, the butchers. Obviously, we've had to increase the uh, the price that we pay in the butchers over the years, but uh, it's it's still it's still working really well. We're still able to run the program without having the uh, the hunters to donate money as well as the deer. Joining us on the Rack and Fin Radio Line this morning is Bud Thomas. He's the treasurer of that outstanding group, Hunters Helping the Hungry. Well, Bud, now getting butchers involved with this has been, it's like been pulling teeth, it seems. Uh, some things in there that, that just, you know, getting getting involved in this can, can be some some sticking points, correct? That is that is true, Tom. Uh, that's been the, the biggest hurdle in running this program. All of our butchers have to pass an inspection by the state health department. Uh, and a lot of butchers are reluctant to to let the state health department in their in their shop. Any anyone who knows how to butcher a deer can put a sign up in a sporting goods store or a grocery store, and you can take your deer to them, and they can butcher it in their garage next to the gas cans and oil rags and grease guns, and get right back to you. But for our programs, we don't want anybody getting sick, and uh, so we run our program within the guidelines of the state health department. Now, a lot of butchers are kind of hesitant to do this, like I said, but we have, one of our butchers has been more than willing to help anyone who wants to get established as a hunter's helping a hungry participating butcher. He will let them know what needs to be done. Some, he'll come down and visit your shop and talk things over with you because obviously we don't want you to fail the inspection. We want you to pass and, and get get going, and we, we need butchers. We we have hunters that are more than willing to donate their, their deer, but they're only going to drive so far to do it. So we need butchers geographically located throughout the state. It makes it easy for the hunters to donate their deer. But uh, let's talk poundage. I mean, uh, so far this year, uh, how's it look? Uh, right now we're up to 536 deer for the year. That amounts to 16,979 pounds. And since the food bank considers a quarter pound of venison to be considered one serving, uh, we keep track of that also. Uh, we're up to wow. 67,916 servings so far this year. And let's, like I said, we have a lot of deer hunting left. Let's go to page 38 yes. in the digest, and you'll see a list of participating butchers. In the Rack and Fin Radio listening area at the top end of Mercer County, you have John Hart Farms in Pennington. In Salem County, you have the Buck Stop. And in Camden County, Bringhurst Fine Meats uh, and Catering. And but just uh, bring it up and bring her several uh, good friends of ours. Bring their, and these guys are very experienced butchering. They bring their deer right to Bringhurst. So, yeah, they've been around a long time. Mm-hmm. Well, but now getting more people involved in this, how is Hunters Helping the Hungry going about doing that? Well, we we do appear at different uh, venues and shows and talk to a lot of people. And uh, a lot of people know about it, but I'm always surprised at the people that don't know about it. We do have a website, HuntersHelpingTheHungry.org. Uh, so you can uh, go on that and find out anything you want. There's a contact page there. If you want information, you can email me through that contact page. Um, as I said, we do we do right. different venues, talk to people quite a bit. I know, I've seen you at oh god, probably uh, three or four you know outdoor shows, or whatever. Again, yeah. this is getting the word out. Hunters helping the hungry. The fee is waived. No more fee for the deer. It has to be uh, greater than fifty pounds dressed weight. And going to the food banks, you're helping people who are down on their luck that need this fine, fine quality venison. And you can go to uh, let's see, huntershelpingthehungry.org if you want to make a donation. Uh, but what do we do? Just a financial donation. What's the deal? Right. You can go on our website and you can donate through PayPal right there. Also, if you, there's a, there's a link there to Amazon. So you're going to do your Christmas shopping at Amazon. If you go to our website, click on the link to Amazon, then a, a percentage of everything you spend on Amazon gets donated to Hunters Helping the Hungry without changing the price of, of your, uh, your shopping cart there. So, um, if you go on Amazon and then you just save that in your bookmarks, you don't have to continue going through the website every time you go on Amazon. 
Just go to your bookmarks and change the code. But let me ask you this before uh, we have to go to a hard break here. Has participation uh, remained steady? Has there been little dips, little rises? What's the dealio? There's always going to be a little. Last year we got hit hard with, with EHD in some areas of the state. Right. Uh, other areas didn't really notice anything. So we took a little bit of a dip last year. Um, and it, it, it comes and goes, but uh, it, it's been pretty steady. It's uh, the, the one good thing is we haven't run out of funding. So that, that's been great. And um, that's, all that, in all, it's, uh, we're doing pretty well. The funding is it. Listeners, money is critical, and that's what makes this great organization. Just It's firing on all cylinders now, but it could, it could always always use more donations uh, via venison or via you know cash or donations, whatever. Hunters helping the hungry. Go to page 38 in the 2223 uh, Hunting and Trapping Digest, and there's a nice write-up on hunters helping the hungry and get involved. Well, Bub, before I let you go, I understand there is a trip. Uh, coming up for you very soon to Antarctica. Yeah, Tom, that's right. Antarctica, like you're the, talking uh, way down near the bottom of Argentina and Chile, correct? I mean, way, way, that, way that down correct. there. That is correct. It's the uh, it's the only continent I haven't been on yet, and uh, I'm very much into scuba diving. That's my passion, and uh, so I'm going to go down there on a dive ship. Wait, 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 wait. You're going down to the bottom of the earth, the end of the world, to go diving? Yes. Wow. I mean, what are you seeing down there? What, what, are you spearfishing? What are you doing? <laughs> no, I'm just taking pictures. I, I'm into underwater photography, so I go down there and take some pictures. I'm hoping to hoping to get a picture of a leopard seal, uh, penguins, other, other kind of uh, sea lions. Hey man, watch watch, watch those leopard seals. I read uh, a guy. I don't forget. His, I don't remember his first name. His uh, book was called "Dangerous to Man," published back in the yeah. late fifties, early sixties. A guy named Karras, and he had a whole section there on these leopard seals. Man, they got some attitude. <laughs> they do. They can get pretty dangerous. So <laughs> I'm not sure how much I really want to see one, but I'd love to get a picture. Well, Bud, thank you, and everyone involved with the Hunters Helping the Hungry, outstanding organization, and you're really helping people that that need. That need assistance here. Listen, it's huntershelpingthehungry.org. Donate a deer. Don't make a donation. Again, fee is waived unless the deer has to be over 50 pounds dressed weight, and you'll be doing a great thing. A lot of deer hunting coming up. And, bud, it's just uh, you guys are doing great work. I'm proud to have you on Rack and Finn. Thank you, Tom. I appreciate your support. And, and one other thing, if I may. Sure. Um, as far as the, the contact info on our website, if anyone knows of a butcher that may be interested in participating in our program, Please contact me on the website. Let me know. I'll reach out to them and take it from there. But we, we really need butchers. That's that's what uh, makes or breaks this program. You got it. Okay, bud, you take care. Travel safely. And watch those leopard seals, little brother. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Tom. Take care, man. See ya. Take care. Bye. Hunters Helping the Hungry. Outstanding organization. Be right back. Rack and Fin Radio. When you need to know, it's WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and the WPG Talk Radio app. Denison. President Biden has signed legislation forcing a labor agreement the administration had negotiated with 12 rail unions. Four unions did not ratify that deal over a lack of paid sick days. That fight isn't over. I didn't commit we were going to stop just because of we couldn't get it in this bill that we were going to stop fighting for it. Both the House and Senate approved the legislation with large bipartisan majorities. Fox's Jared Halpern at the White House. The CDC reports 7.5% of outpatient medical visits last week were linked to flu-like illnesses. With 44 states reporting high or very high flu activity. The CDC estimates so far this season there have been at least 78,000 hospitalizations and over 4,500 deaths from the flu, including at least 14 children. Fox's Kristen Goodwin, health officials are urging everyone to get their flu shots. America's listening to Fox News. UWPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. Clear and cold for the overnight. Low temperatures plummeting down to 22 degrees. Friday, good deal of sunshine. Not as harsh for the afternoon with a high 49. Friday night, clouds thicken up. Not as cold, low 37 degrees. Low temperatures will rise late. Saturday, a windy day, and it's going to be a wet one as well, especially through the early afternoon with periods of rain. Look for a high temperature on Saturday up to 60. I'm AccuWeather's Matt Benz on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Rack and Fin Radio with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5.
Okay, well, we have some information on the trapping scene. Very insidious. The antis are at it again. There's another bill uh, being introduced in New Jersey legislature in an attempt to eliminate trapping. Eliminate trapping. You get that? Vital part of wildlife management, fur bear management in particular, stopping rabies, et cetera, at infinitum. The bill is ACR-164 slash SCR-124. And basically what it's going to do is try to outlaw the, the uh, DP, the dog-proof trap. Uh, and uh, this thing now, it was litigated back uh, a few years ago because they banned the leg hold in 1984. I remember being at those hearings, very contentious. It was um, it was ugly scene. They got the dog-proof finally approved, and uh, the, uh, the court... You know, went along with yeah, the deep the dog proof trap does does meet the criteria so far as not you know a lot of legal it is legal the antis are ratted again this bill's uh, two sponsors it uh, looks like Senator Troy Singleton and Assemblyman um, Dan Benson joining us online right now is President New Jersey Fur Harvest he's on a few weeks ago talking about his convention in the Pines which was a huge success we get me and Lovely D Marie didn't get a chance to make it but. It was a packed, uh, packed there out for two days. It's Ronnie Deal. Ron, thanks for joining us. Short notice. The alert is up. This is a red flag deal. How's it going? What do you got? Good morning, Tom. How are you? Yeah, we need all the sportsmen's uh, attention on this one. <laughs> yeah, Ron, it's it just this. Uh, I know it's been percolating behind the scenes, but it's being really laid over there with the bear hunt, et cetera. Sort of fell out of news. This has been uh, going on for a while now. They, they do this. If this... Succeeds. I don't know how they how they, it can because the court said the DP uh, trap is fine. Uh, this is going to wreak havoc with with fur bear populations up and down the state. Yeah, back when we first had the when we were first able to use the DP trap, um, of course the harvest went up, but rabies numbers went down dramatically. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's a public health and safety issue. I mean, right now with the governor in a bear hunt, I mean. We're hunting bears because it's a public health and safety issue. Like the science and, and all that is on our side. I, I just, I don't get yeah. it. Well, Ron, here's the thing. I remember, I guess it was two or two, was it two or three years after the leg hole was banned? Uh, raccoon, especially the rabies cases went through the freaking roof. And then yeah, besides that, you had mange, you had, then you had the foxes involved with this. And this is sound wildlife management. And, you know, let the science rule here. You know, some people yep. find it distasteful. It's fine. Then don't trap. But it, it is a vital part of New Jersey's wildlife management. And I, I, I if this if this does, uh, if this proves successful for the antis, this is going to be a nightmare. Yeah, listen, if you get a chance to read the bill, there's a lot, a lot of false information in the bill. Um, it, it's just non-educated people put the bill together. They get a sponsor. And... Uh, they run with it, yeah. you know. So, well, Ron, how's it look? I mean, uh, you have the New Jersey fur harvesters, uh, New Jersey trappers. Uh, you, you have uh, the division here, not the division. You have fish and wildlife, the biologists, they're, they're all for. It. How can people get involved and try to get this thing quashed? Uh, what we need them to do is we need them to go to the legislator website, look up your assemblyman and your senator, uh, contact them. Call them, email them, maybe do both. Uh, tell that you oppose ACR 164 and that you oppose SCR 124. And I mean, that's. Let's just make the call. Okay, I don't trap. Uh, trapping is. And that, that's what happened, Ron. I remember, uh, I don't want to mention organization, but I was heavy duty in a trapping from 78 to about 82, 83. And then I had to get out of it. Just didn't have the time for it. My uh, other, other uh, career was really skyrocketing. And so I stopped it, but ah, we don't trap. We don't, you know, we don't just so. And I said, guys, come on, help us out here. You know, make some calls, write some letters, you know, and ah, well, well. And then Ron was so really, really stuck in my craw when they went after bow hunting and everything, trying to stop the hunt in the great swamp, whatever. Hey, yo, can you help us out? You know, we need you. I'm, I'm saying to myself, where were you? Where were you when they banned the leg hole trap? Did you write a letter? Did you call? See, but we can't be, and I'm, I'm guilty of this, we can't be divisive like this. Listeners, you don't trap fine. This is, the because trapping goes, 
and then bow hunting goes, and then the gun hunting goes. It's inevitable. The antis, they don't care if it takes 500 years. They're going to stop the consumptive use of wildlife, despite the biological benefits of hunting and trapping. So, Ron, uh, I have some numbers. Listeners, go to contact center Troy Singleton, email, and these are all uppercase, S-E-N-S-I-N-G-L-E-T-O-N at, at njleg.org. Okay, and for uh, Benson, A-S-M-B-E-N-S-O-N at njleg.org. The phone numbers, respectively, 856-234-2790-609-631-0198. Uh, deal, I have to, I'm not putting you on a spot here, but your gut feeling, your gut feeling, what do you think? Uh, I think we got a lot of work ahead of us. <laughs> I think we need to educate the people on the benefits to using this trap to take care of raccoon numbers. Mm-hmm. Or I ra- mean, pe- yeah. people don't realize what's involved. They really don't. And they just, they listen to something and they, they go with it. And the the information that they get that they listen to, a lot of times it's not correct. Right. Listen, it's called the DP, the dog proof trap called dog proof for a reason. Okay. Don't, don't yep. worry about domestic pets in here. It's very, it's very safe. It's painless. And it, it it's, <sighs> This is a vital part of wildlife management. Ron, do me a favor. Give that uh, Fur Harvester's website or, or contact phone number, please. Uh, um, well, you can call the contact number. could be 908-783-3090. Um, www.njfurharvesters.org. Okay, Ron, listen, I'll be in touch with you on this uh, over the next few weeks. See what, uh, see what else we can do here. You take care. How was your Thanksgiving, bud? Oh, it's pretty good. You know, sit around, eat too much. So I, I ain't drank like a man on death row. Man, <laughs> he says, I was, you're going to explode. Oh, pass me another walk. <laughs> okay, Ron, you take care, man. Let's, uh, let's get together on this. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Tom. See you, brother. Yeah, listeners, I'll tell you, ACR-164, the same thing, SCR-124. They get the dog-proof trap banned. Look out, man. Rabies Central. Grab that cup. Grab that rebel. Be right back. Rack and Fin Radio. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. South Jersey's talk station. Are you having a difficult time finding the right gift? Give them the gift of golf. The South Jersey Golf Card from Town Square Media is a $500 value. Seven rounds of golf with the area's best golf clubs for only $149. Your loved one will thank you for the opportunity to play Vineyard National at Renault, Rancocas Golf Club, Rock Manor Golf Club, and many others. Plus, indoors at Shore Sim Golf, the ultimate virtual experience with relaxing Key West-style themed bays. Buy it today at SeizeTheDeal.com. Hundreds of thousands of people in New Jersey face hunger. They need your help now more than ever. Food costs are on the rise and inflation is hitting our neighbors in need the hardest. As the state's largest anti-hunger organization, together with our 800-plus agency partners, the Community Food Bank of New Jersey is fighting hunger now more than ever because families are struggling and wondering how to feed their children. This holiday season, in a time when the need is so great, you can help our hungry neighbors by going to cfbnj.org now. We get it. You're not going to work just anywhere. You're smart, ambitious, and you want to help others. You want a place where you can thrive, feel fulfilled, and have an opportunity for growth, all while making an incredible living. Right now is the perfect time to join the team at Town Square Media as a marketing consultant. Join one of the fastest-growing digital companies in America, where you get to help build client solutions with real local influencers and sell brands like TikTok, Facebook, and YouTube. If this sounds exciting to you, let's have a conversation. Our comp package is amazing. Amazing with unlimited earning potential, including base salary, mobile phone, auto expense, 401k match, trip incentives, and more. If you're competitive, driven, and have the ability to communicate great ideas, we'd like to hear from you. With digital advertising expected to double over the next three years, the timing could not be better. Reach out to Mike Rubel, market president, at 609-910-5249 or visit careers.townsquaremedia.com. Townsquare Media is an equal opportunity employer. Rack and Fin Radio with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Get back for our final segment, Rack and Fin Radio with me, Tom P. Week of December 3rd and 4th. We've got time for a fish report or two. Coming up is Justin at Fanatics on West Avenue and Ocean City 1325.
five to be exact, West Haven, Ocean City. Justin, my brother, what is happening on the rod and reel end, bro? Hey, Tom, how you doing? Um, there's a lot of fish around still. Um, you know, now that the weather has cleaned up a little bit, there's still a ton of fish in the back, bass, soft plastics around the bridges. Um, I'm still hearing a ton of perch up the rivers. Uh, you just have to catch your own grass shrimp because nobody really has bloods anymore. Right. Um, and still a ridiculous amount of tog around the piers. Uh, green crab. You can find your own white leggers, you know, those two. Um, but a lot of big tog, a lot of like 18 to 22 yeah. inch tog. <laughs> that tog bite won't quit, man. Even it I'm, will not. Even it, I'm catching it, them. <laughs> which is shocking. Yeah, it is. <laughs> he knows me too well, people. <laughs> exactly. Um, surf side, there is nothing. Um, they started oh. pumping our beaches again. Uh, oh, the geez. surf has been absolutely dead. Um, I did have somebody find a tuna in the surf two weeks ago. It's like a 50 to 60 pound tuna. It came up chasing sand eels apparently, and he walked it back in the water and released it. So that was at least promising down wow. at the south end. Um, but uh, Sunday, uh, I heard it kind of blew up about a mile and a half off the beach. A lot of big fish. That, um, okay. a, a decent pod pushed in. Uh, and it seemed like anything you could do, they were catching top water, uh, you know, throwing shads, trolling, right. jigging. They were there, and there was a lot of 50-plus pound fish. Beautiful. Okay, Justin, thanks for joining us on Rack and Fin. We'll see you soon. Uh, maybe uh, you can tune me in on one of those perch spots, little brother. I didn't go to that yeah, other one you told me about. I didn't go to that one and divert to you, but I can use some uh, bags of perch in a freezer, bud. Dude, I will tell you any, any of my spots that you need to know. <laughs> okay, talk to you later, Jess. Thanks, man. All right, Tom. See ya. <laughs> Yeah, that tog bite, I'm telling you, man. It it just, I, I thought it'd be, uh, I think the latest we ever, again, the bridges and jetties. I think the latest me and the lovely Dean Marie have ever caught me over the years. I think it's usually around Thanksgiving. Maybe it's because I stopped getting too, way too involved with the hunting and just, you know, forget about it. But from what I hear, they, they were catching tog from the jetty, some legal ones still, by the first week into the second week of December, predicated on water temperature and I tell you those those tog man when they're on that green crab crunch, all all hell can break loose. Whether you want to use the rig or the jig, I like the jig. Been doing it since twenty since two thousand. Shout out to Carl Dariano on that crazy Carl turned me on to it in Rye, New York, behind these big homes in these coves. So what's that? I said it looks like a Mister Twister jig head with a chunk of crab on. He said try it. And all of a sudden, the tog thing is taken off with the jigs, and it is very effective. A lot less snagging going on with that. Hey, man, Black Friday passed. It is Cyber Monday uh, just passed. It's indeed the shopping time. Some great, great stuff. Some Oh, oh it's so good. I, I'll be getting there at the end of this week, end of this coming week probably. Uh, i got to get to safe and get my cards out because this is going to be a crush. There's so much great stuff. At Batteries Plus, join us on the line right now with some gift ideas. Is Scott Spencer? He is a general manager and commercial sales manager. Batteries Plus One Two One Five Route Seventy Three in Mount Laurel, and also right here Nine Hundred Tilton Road Suite Three, right next to the Town Square Media Studio. Scott, I was in here the other day. I'm looking at everything that I need for my ice fishing, for my winter bow, for the winter camping. And just some of these night hikes we do, and you seem to have everything there at Batteries Plus. Scotty, go give us a lowdown. What do you got? Oh, absolutely, Tom. We brought out the, the entire kitchen sink this year. And happy holidays to you uh, from our Batteries Plus family to yours and to all your listeners. Happy holidays. And when it comes to powering your products this season, Batteries Plus has got you covered. Tom, you've been in our stores. And this year, <laughs> we're all about the outdoor experience, man. Listen to me. Listen to me. I need not one but two of those seats, those heated pants, those heated things you had in the studio here last week or the week before. Save me two. I will be there. We've got them. I've got more on their way, too. Uh, they've been a great product. Uh, I love the, the heated seats. All of the thought product this year has just been a really great uh, addition to our product assortment here in the store. And we just got everything for everybody in any shape and any size when it comes to those uh, heated uh, insoles for your uh, for for your feet. Those are just awesome. Ugh, the, those are the ones from Thor. The blue, the, you can activate with Bluetooth or whatever. I, listen to me. I'm so cyberly declined. I have no idea. But these things are going to work. Which we do a lot of uh, winter fishing. Again, doing the waiting things. Scott, these things look incredible. Oh, they're they're amazing, and they're Bluetooth enabled. Like you said, they they work on an app on your phone, whether it's Apple or Android. You just control them independently. So when it comes to keeping you nice and toasty this year, these are the number one gift idea. I'm telling you, I love mine. Tom, you're going to love yours too. 
Join us on the line is Scott Spencer, GM and commercial sales manager, Batteries Plus 900 Tilton Road Suite 3 in Northfield, right over here, right next, right next door. And I, whenever I go by there, I, all of a sudden, uh, the smell of pizza. <laughs> right next to you. <laughs> and also up there at 1215 Route 73 in Mount Laurel, top end of the Rackman Radio. Listen here. Well, Scott, let's go into, especially now, listeners, with winter bow season coming out, and we do our winter camping and our winter night hikes. Those headlamps, the Nebo and that other one that I uh, brought, what's that, 1100 that thing is amazing. Go into those. Yeah, yeah, that, that Transcend is phenomenal. I mean, that's a 1,000 oh. lumens. It runs for 40 seconds, but, I mean, that, that's, that's going to light up a, a football field and a half uh, of illumination for you. Most people don't need it, but we have it because we're just not most people. we got to have everything. And what is that, uh, what is that flashlight that you can see from here to, to up in Bayonne? <laughs> That's the 12K Nebo. That that thing is an aluminum grade flashlight. Uh, absolutely fantastic build quality out of that thing, and it's waterproof. I, that, that thing will go three meters underwater and still give you illumination. It's a really cool light. And uh, listen, I, I love it. And all your battery power for the boats, whatever, everything is there. You get gift ideas. It, maintenance idea everything is there at batteries plus and sky guys offer a, a bunch of services correct like battery changing and everything oh yeah we build battery tool packs uh, as long as it's not a lithium battery pack but if it's uh any type of nickel metal uh battery from like a dewalt or um you know a, a diehard battery yeah bring them in we, we can retool those a lot of times we can actually put in a bigger cell and give you longer running time Oof. than the original battery that you bought the first time so, yeah, bring them in. Let's take a look at it, and let's see what the best option is. Uh, but, yeah, rebuilding battery tool packs is, is a big part of our business, and it's a really economical, environmentally friendly way to do it. Yeah, powering up and keeping warm, man. Everything is at, is at Batteries Plus. Go in, ra- mention Rack and Fin Radio, and Scott, you'll uh, give a nice little uh, gift there? Oh, absolutely. Anybody who comes in mentions the Rack and Fin uh, station, uh, you're part of our family. You're going to get 15% off anything in the store. Okay, Scott, give, that's not advertised. Whatever, give, whatever the best deal is, we're going to give it to you. Yeah, give that Tilton Road phone number, please. Oh, phone number, Tilton Road in Northfield, 609-277-7515. And also uh, right up here, there. 900 uh, Tilton Road. Also up there in Mount Laurel. What do you got? Give me a number. Uh, give me a number. 656-638-0778. Listen, check out the Thaw products. will blow your mind and keep your ass in your feet warm. Okay, Scott, well, hey, we'll see you next week, man. You got it. Happy Take holidays. Care. Happy holidays. And that'll do it for this week on Rack and Fin Radio with me, Tom P. Good luck to all next week, the Firearm Deer Week, especially if you're hunting, you're doing the drives, or you're on public land where drives are going on. Please be aware of what is around you. Be safe. We don't need any accidents. Again, the bear season is, for all intents and purposes, uh, on hold, closed, whatever. And we'll find out probably Tuesday, Wednesday, what is going to be going on. Will the judge rule off the briefs, or will she grant oral arguments? And then who knows what will happen with that one. Hey, it's a 50-50 chance, 50-50 shot if you will, that we will have a bear as short as it will be. But it's, yeah, it's really getting close, uh, again, with the shortening daylight and the colder weather inbound. Hey, get out of that striper bite, man. That bass bite is intense, and the tog are on the chew. On a, on a bummer downside note, just uh, one from a, a professional end of things, uh, the passing recently of uh, Lenny Rue third. Book author, one of the greatest wildlife, if not the greatest wildlife photographer of all time. I had some dealings with Lenny. I was up in his cabin in Blairstown up there in Warren County over the years. Just a brilliant, brilliant man, personal man. I mean, of, I mean, the consummate man of nature. He was just, just an amazing uh, book author as well. And also a gentleman who... I think it was back in 90, 91, uh, when I was down in the Ocean City area. It came down here uh, a year or two, introduced me to seed duck hunting. Untimely passing uh, earlier week, Dave Palmer, Marmore. I knew him when he lived on was Bay Avenue to catch fish right off his back dock there in Ocean City. Dave, thanks for uh, tuning me in to the Scoters, the old squaws. Okay, now long, long-tailed ducks. Man, way too, way too young. Way too young. The passing of Dave Palmer. Hey, Dave. Candy corns and skunk heads, brother. We'll see you on the other side. See you next week. Rack and Fin Radio. Enjoy next week. See you.